SA Crypto, South Africa's largest blockchain community and news outlet. Okay, hey guys, welcome to this edition of the SA Crypto video podcast. And with me is the Chief Ecosystem Officer of Linum Labs. Uh, welcome, uh, Devin Kranz. Uh, it's great to have you on the show. Well, thanks so much, James. It's great to be on the show with you. I know that it's been a very busy couple of weeks for you. You guys have just finished up with F Cape Town. Uh, just tell us how that went for you and was it as busy as everyone sort of thought it was from the outside? <laughs> yeah, it was actually, it was kind of a, a wild ride, I think, going into it. We've actually been planning this now, initial stages for about a year, more or less. It's kind of when the first thoughts came about. So um, we've had a bit of time to plan it, but it was an incredible event. It was It was super busy. I think we had about 100 and... 192 hackers. Actually, I don't want to. I don't want to be quoted wrong in the numbers because I know we just got them redone. Um, but there were quite a few people that came through. It was incredible to see as well the the number of local participants that came through. I think it was about 68% South African, um, and it seemed to just have a really good vibe all around. And I'm I'm really happy to have been a part of this event and have been able to bring it through to South Africa. Tell tell us about Linum Labs' involvement in F Cape Town. Was it uh, was it you guys that actually brought the project to Cape Town, or how did it all work? Sure. So, um, Linum Labs was an, was a partner of the events. So it was in partnership with ETH Global. ETH Global is an organization that runs these type of hackathons across the globe. Um, so they've done quite a few others. I know New York is coming up soon and also India. So they run these events kind of in all the countries, but this is the first one that they've done now in, in Africa, actually on the entire African continent, which was really cool. Um, I got into contact with them about a year ago, um, with my co-founder Paul. Um, and we just started opening the conversation, telling them like, we've been building up this ecosystem here in South Africa for the past three years. And we would really love to bring this event back home. Um, and that's kind of when the conversation started. And since then, we've been looking at venues, looking at who we can bring in, looking at partners and seeing if there was an appetite for it. Um, and after this event, yeah, there there definitely was. So we helped, worked with ETH Global into um, bringing this here and making it happen and bring everyone on board. So for those that don't know, what exactly is ETH Global? Um, so ETH Global is the organization that runs these hackathons. Um, and ETH Cape Town more specifically is kind of, so what we did this weekend basically is we had three days uh, of hacking. We had an opening ceremony with a keynote by Vitalik, um, followed by a couple of workshops from people in the space and some of our sponsors. And then we actually spent 36 hours straight coding solutions to problems. And we came out with about 33 working solutions, which is really incredible for yeah, the wow. numbers. Um, but yeah, so that's basically what the hackathon is. And the point of it is to um, share, grow, learn, and communicate with other people in the industry. Um, we had some people that were brand new to Ethereum and blockchain. Um, and what really these events are about is it's about learning. Um, and I think that we really accomplished that. So it was, yeah, quite, quite amped with it. So how does ETH Cape Town fit into the, the ETH Global uh, ecosystem? Um, so ETH Global works with local partners in whichever country that they kind of base themselves in for the particular hackathons. Um, and we were the partners for this one. Um, ETH Cape Town kind of fits in in that it, it was the first one in Africa. Um, and I think we're actually going to do it again as well, uh, probably next year. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that as well. I think we learned a lot of this one. Um, 
thankfully nothing nothing went terribly wrong so um very easy to deal with um yeah so east cape town kind of fits in and that was the first east global hackathon in africa and we try to encourage as much as possible uh participation from african countries to come through as well um we had quite a few people from botswana uganda um ghana Wow. There so was quite a it was quite a mixed group of people. Um I do think it was a little bit I think restrictive in terms of it's quite difficult getting the costs and travel through Africa is quite rough for people that maybe yeah. can afford to come through. So next year we want to see if we can make provisions for people to fly through if they if they need like um sponsorship. Right, right. Now tell us about those um 33 solutions that that uh, were completed. Uh can you list some of some of those solutions? What were some of the highlights for you? So it was actually, I was one of the judges as well for the weekend. Okay. Um, it was incredible to see the amount of projects that did come through. Um, and they were all, they were all so good. It was almost impossible to choose the top ones. Um, one of my favorite ones that actually did make it into uh, the top four was an uh, app called Wildcards, which was kind of using um, Herberger's tax or Harberger's tax um, to fund donations towards black rhinos in South Africa. Wow. So it was quite like a nice local huge case mixed in with um, an integration of the tech and quite a few of the projects did actually also take um, South Africa because it, there were so many solutions to kind of work with. Um, a lot of them did have a South African focus and it was really incredible to see the tech um, and blockchain tech being brought into the South African and African context um, to solve real world problems like that. Um, there was another one that's, that's been quite popular, which was Sabenzai. Um, and this was a team that had never worked on blockchain tech before. Um, and what they kind of did is using voice recognition. They basically built an AI um, that used blockchain as a proof of work. So you could get the workers to talk their way um, to get coarser translations through. Um, wow. And you could basically be paid for your translations via the, by the system. And which, which was the winning project? Tell us about that one. So there was top four winning projects. Okay, so there were four. There were four winners that um, that all shared sort of equal honors as uh, as the the leading winners of the, the hackathon, right? Yeah, very much so. So what it was, um, what was also really incredible about this hackathon is that it wasn't so much a competition as a giant collaboration. Um, walking through the tables around Saturday, everyone was super chilled out, helping one another. Um, if one team couldn't have like couldn't find a solution to a problem in their code, other teams would gladly like step in and help out. Like I've never seen so many good vibes and happy collabs in a in a hackathon type competition before. Um, so it was incredible to see that kind of um, growth amongst all of the participants. Um, but yeah, there was top fourteen. Were there um, were there prizes for the top four and those that participated? Uh, yes. So there was a combination of the ETH. Cape Town Prize and then also uh, sponsor prizes. So the sponsors that came through would pick um, teams that were relevant to what they what they worked on. So if you worked with Dai, then Maker would sponsor your prize if it was if it was a good work in Q's case. Um, there was also New Cipher who also sponsored quite a few of the prizes. Um, so there were a couple of um, extra additional awards that I'm not certain on the numbers, so I don't want to. I don't want to get them wrong, um, but they're all available. Um, you can go and check out all of the information on the East Cape Town website slash prizes, I think. And for those that want to get involved in in ETH Global, what would you advise? 
Um, so these events are, they're super collaborative. They're super open. We wanted to be as unrestrictive as possible. Um, and I know that the ETH Global team is absolutely phenomenal in what they do. Um, I can highly recommend maybe going through to one of the future hackathons. Um, so the next one's coming up in New York or India. I would highly recommend that you guys apply um, and take part. It's definitely, um, it's definitely a one-of-a-kind experience, um, and you will learn a lot, and you'll meet a lot of good friends. There's different ways to get involved. You can also mentor if you have some previous skills, or you can volunteer if you don't want to hack, but you want to be involved. So I had a great team of about 30 volunteers, actually, that came through and helped me keep the event running throughout the weekend. And um, I believe, uh, Dev, that you had a couple of announcements yourselves. Linum Labs made some big announcements uh, at the end of the weekend. Tell us about some of those. Yeah, so Linum Labs has been um, growing quite a bit actually in the past few um, past few months, past year actually. Um, we've recently also just gotten uh, a grant in Ocean Tokens from from Simon de la Rivia. Um, we've also just opened our office now in Cape Town. Um, so there's it's been quite <laughs> quite a good vibe I think all around with the team. We're working on quite a bit of stuff. Um, really, really exciting time. Um, we've just opened an office now in Basel in Switzerland as well, and we're soon to launch one in Berlin. Um, and we're busy working on two products at the moment, Molecule and Protea. You guys can go and check them out. I think there's links to our website. Um, yeah, it's, it's a very exciting space, and I'm, I'm very excited to be involved in it. And the backstory of, of Linum Labs, what's the founding story? How did you guys get to where you are today? Yeah, sure. So we, the company started about 2016. Um, Microfauna Paul actually founded the company back then. Um, it was a time in South Africa, I think, when not too many people knew about blockchain or Bitcoin or Ethereum or any of the other techs around it. And even trying to find information online was quite, quite tough. Um, so Paul started deep diving into the topic quite a bit and training himself up. And then we actually landed quite a few big clients um, through that. And we started doing training and consulting um, just kind of part-time almost. Um, so we, we, we work with clients like Barclays and F&B and Deloitte. And so we've, we've, been, we've been doing like a lot of big trainings with them and consulting projects. We, we've done a bit of training and consulting. And through that, we started building up the, uh, the ecosystem as well um, and working on the community and giving back a lot of free resources and free trainings and workshops and meetups. And that's kind of where the meetups came from as well. We run one in Joburg, Cape Town and Durban and also in 10 other African countries and in Berlin and Switzerland. So, I mean, we're quite active in that scene and in providing people with resources. And it's kind of through the community building that we started realizing that there were a whole bunch of developers. So our community started getting a little bit more technical. Um, we hired our first few developers and then we actually decided that we've reached a point in our, um, our company when training and consulting can only get us so far, but we really want to contribute back to the ecosystem that we came from and contribute back to the community by building things. So that's kind of, we want to make a difference um, and a positive impact in the world. And we're, we're doing that now through our products. And oh, yeah. that's kind of our story. <laughs> and uh, people want to get in touch with you, your website address and things like that? Yes, you're welcome to reach out to us via our, our website um, or Twitter. <laughs> Twitter is a popular one if you want more of a faster response, I think. It's, it's a little bit busy, crazy at the moment. But um, yeah, please reach out. It's Always happy to talk to new people looking to get into the ecosystem and getting involved in the thing, uh, getting involved in the space. Great. Well, um, just in in closing, Devin, give us uh, any advice for software developers who may just be entering the blockchain space right now. What would you say to them? Um, it's gonna be a wild journey, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's gonna it's 
it's a really interesting interesting space to be in it doesn't maybe from the outside it looks a lot different on how it actually is but the people that i've worked in with in the space in the blockchain space are some of the most open and kind and generous and good-hearted people um and i don't think you'll regret at all making the move into this industry um it's definitely very unique and i'm i'm very proud to be a part of such a good culture here so Fantastic. Well, thanks so much, Devin. Devin Kranz, the Chief Ecosystem Officer of Linum Labs. We appreciate your time. Thanks so much for uh, giving us a full recap of ETH Cape Town. No problem. Thank you so much, James, for inviting me. SA Crypto, South Africa's largest blockchain community and news outlet.